Prepare for an explosive display! display. Alright, stop recording. Y'all niggas ass, bro. It's 920. How have you why don't you have a water yet? So I was trying to get on here at nine o'clock, which I was. That was 21 minutes ago. That water probably 15 steps away. Alright, go get the water. Keena, you how you keep talking to me. Kenny, you come down. Now go get the water. <laughs> he said he had to go get some water. Hey, my door was open. Not nah, and your door was open. Y'all want to know what's funny? I don't edit shit out, so this going in. Y'all, Savage was the only prepared one for this podcast, just to let you know. I actually am ashamed to say that, kind of. Um, I'm always the only one prepared, because I got to <laughs> I mean, uh, now. I mean, now. Y'all just, just live a free life and shit. I got to schedule mine. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I, I mean, now because you entered a new chapter of life, like you a you a father, you a you a family man. So I mean, rightfully so, but I just can't believe it was you. It was also me last week when you had to cancel and you didn't tell nobody. But I, I ain't mean, gonna, I, I ain't gonna talk too much about that. <laughs> I could have done it that day, but. I wouldn't have gave y'all my best because, like, the space I was in was just not that it was a negative space. It just wasn't like podcast ready, and like, it right, didn't get my mind. I be thinking about other shit. I don't, I don't have to think about the serious stuff that you do right now. I mean, I'll I still you think you about serious. If you're stuff. not like in the mood to do a podcast, we always don't do them because, like you said, they don't come out right. If your they energy, not right, yeah. it ain't gonna. Hola, Savai. Hello. Mm. I love I love his coat, man. That mug nice. Have you met Ram? Look. What's it? What's that one name? Ram. R A M. Ram. Like R A M. I don't like him as much. Oh, what? me neither. But I love him. He's so he the sweet one. This thing not that well he is, but he not the same kind of sweet. That's because you neglected the nigga for I don't know how long. You didn't even give him a name. You basically just started calling him Steak and name. ran with him. Steak is his name. We were trying to tell you that his name. Like, um, his name. Sandra Bullock calling them boy and girl throughout the whole movie on Bird Box. Stink is his name. I only give y'all the story that he never had a name because that's how Stink became it from not having a name. We tried to check his, his name. name you was That's like, literally what I just said, that this nigga basically don't have a name. He has a name, but his name came from not having one. That That's that's the point <laughs> that Got I'm you. trying to make. Got right. you. You win this round. Can we All do right, the so um, suicide hotline on your podcast? Yeah, you can do whatever you want. All right. So, y'all, the suicide hotline is available 
365, even Christmas, me and D-Lot check. Um, and with everything going on, we just always like to promote mental health. So if you need somebody to talk to, um, the suicide hotline is 1-800-273-8255. Or you can also dial 988 if you don't have time to type out 11 numbers. <clears throat> And I want to tell you all a conversation I was having with, because I was on the phone when everybody was trying to get on here, right? Right. I was having a conversation with a friend, and she was just in a different space for like five or six days, like she was not herself at all. And like, that seemed like such a simple thing to say. But sometimes that shit gets serious. Like people end up in psychiatric wards because they not they self. Like, you know, like that shit can really be extreme sometimes. And it was my first time hearing from her since then. So I was just kind of trying to tell her like, that shit gonna happen to the best of the best people. Like you gonna lose yourself sometime in this life. Like it was just an important conversation. So. I was like in between y'all and that conversation. But I told her, I said, I've been holding off on this podcast. So I don't want you to think I don't care about you, but I got to let you go. <laughs> we could have paused and rescheduled or whatever. I mean, this is. Hell up. no, we couldn't. She'd get through it like the rest <laughs> of the Pentagon caller at 1030. No, I'm just playing. That's messed up. I hope she is okay. And like no, you said, feeling, not feeling yourself is messed up. It is, but she is okay. Like she is okay. That's just that's the that's the best thing about it. Right. She just needed a moment. She needed a moment. Sometimes you just need to get your shit off your chest. You need. She needed some days. Like she needed some days. That's all. She needed some what? Some days. What's that? Like some time, some D A Y S, some days. Oh, she needed the day. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know her. I don't know the situation, but I don't I don't know that you need days of not feeling like yourself. No, I was she needed days of of being away from the world and like everyone. So she need that or needed it? She already, she already got it. it. She already had oh, it. Oh, okay. Got it. you. Got yeah. you. Okay. Got you. But she was I thought forced she was like it. feeling was, some type of way now. She was forced into it too, though. Like, yeah. Know? Yeah. Because her health wasn't the best. Shit, I need some days myself. <clears throat> yeah, I hope that you get your days, but I hope that you're not forced into it. Right. Oh, yeah. But anyway, that conversation is over. You know, we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk tomorrow. We probably talk tomorrow. Right. And if she listened to this, the suicide hotline was 1 800 273 If you're not available, they available for sure. That's a good plug. I like that. Yeah. What made y'all start doing that? Uh, we've been doing this since the start. We, um, it's just, I mean, I don't know if it comes through this way because I never really asked somebody like their opinion of our podcast or whatever. But our, at least my take on it is pretty much if like 
thinking to myself, and the two is like me and D-Lot, obviously. But I take it as far as like a lot of times, like it's just perspective on life. You know what I mean? You could say the most basic sentence to two to two people, and they can take it two completely different ways. So we kind of talk about topics and then find common ground with that. And just understanding that, like being in this stage of our life, that like we just mentally unstable. I mean pretty much mentally unstable life is kind of unstable going through transitions and everything and a lot of times uh like the people in your life have like biases so talking to a stranger like helps out a lot and I mean a lot of times like you say you just need to get shit off off your off your chest and if you don't have nobody to talk to they're available yeah I always look at the podcast I guess kind of the same way Basically, like, us examining the human experience, damn near, through historical context, like, society, like, uh, of course, us being Black males and from where we from, like, through all those different lenses. Like, it's always, it's thinking to myself, too, of, of us, but also the literal sense, thinking to myself, like, the things you might normally share with whoever you just come on the podcast and we just meet in the middle somewhere, like he said. That's cool. I don't think yeah. I ever knew really why y'all shared, um, started y'all podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. That's about it. And we was before a lot of you niggas with podcasts. You know, no, it's cool. I was like everybody got one, but that is true. We was doing it a little bit uh, before. We was, and if it wasn't for like life situations and like circumstances, which those can be excuses, but I mean, they really did happen. We would be at like 300 episodes instead of like 50. Yeah. But but I mean, it's whatever. And for me, shit, it wasn't even about like, I think for both of us really, before the trend of podcasting happened for real, we got into it like I said, at least for me, I need to stop speaking for the um, lot. But at least for me, I like the idea of a podcast of like having a platform to get my shit off and not be censored. And also kind of a form of like self-therapy almost. Like you can create a gazillion scenarios in your head and not say them out loud. And then as soon as you say them out loud, it's like, oh, damn, that's kind of stupid. Or anything like that, and like bouncing something against somebody else and I don't know it was just a form of therapy to me so like we never even to this day like we don't check the views I don't I don't do nothing like having those conversations are like for my mental health shit to be honest yeah especially more in the beginning yeah that's what I'll be thinking too like because I go weeks without putting one out and sometimes I feel bad about that but then like I'm like, no, nah, like, this for me. Like, if this ain't for nobody else, it's for me first. And, like, exactly. when I come on here, it's literally for me to just talk my shit and get my shit off and to vent about my shit. So I'm not going to feel bad about not putting the episode out. And also, like, I'm, a, I'm not the type of person that really forced anything in life. So, like, I'm not about to force episodes, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I'm not about to just be 
making an episode because I feel like, oh, I need to make one every week. I, I don't really want to feel that way. I want to feel like I'm making an episode when it's time. For real. Like, shit, when I was living in Farmington and Bilal was staying in Southfield and I would drive there for a podcast, sometimes you would get there and it's just like, I'm not feeling it today. And instead yep. of being like, oh, damn, you ain't doing all this and trying to force it, it's just like, all right, well, shit, we ain't going to record it. Like, we ain't trying to fuck up the vibe. Like, if you ain't feeling it, you definitely not going to be feeling it for an hour. Like, right. it's better just not to do it and pick up next time. Right. <clears throat> Is that why you got started with yours, Tina? Like, just wanting to have some kind of place to just, I don't know, like, express yourself? Yeah, I feel like I'm expressive in real life, but I, I always have felt like, like, um, I, I always feel like I take more than I give. Like, I process and hold a lot of people's information, but... I don't really never give a lot of my own. So I feel like I needed a space to start to do that. And like I used the podcast as a space to do that. So that's why I said like this this was for me. So I'm not about to like force shit for other people. It, it was never about them. Like I fuck with you if you listen to it and you like it. I really do. But it still is about me. Right. Right. Always, uh, for some reason, think about it with like my kids or something like my grandkids. Like this is like what your 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 grandpappy or what your daddy like actually thought about shit that was actually going on right now. You can go back and listen to it if you wanted to. Like it's like a capsule. Yeah, I say that all the time too. Like I use this for something my kids can listen to. My grandpappy right, had a radio thing. I guess it was a podcast. Like. What you can say was a podcast with a time, but I never listened to it. I, I need to actually listen to it one time. I wanted to start a YouTube channel for that and just like document. I don't know, just like the kids can see themselves grow up and shit like the kids. Because you don't really, I don't know about y'all, but like we had a few home videos from like birthdays, stuff like that. But nowadays, so much stuff just on the phone. Like when the last time you printed out a picture for real, like. It's just sit there for years until you need space and they get deleted. So I wanted to probably pick up a YouTube channel or at least start recording more and putting them on disc or I don't know, something. Yeah, me too. Right. I always wanted to start a YouTube too. I, it's just like so many different directions you could go in. I think that overwhelmed me. And plus like the editing part of it, like, you know. Yeah. I Mine is the people being in being in your space, but like you said, it's you can take it anywhere you want to take it. But like, if you're doing a vlog and it become popular, like I ain't trying to be in the shade room. People be in your relationships, looking all into videos and looking into your social media, running back, sending messages to your girl and shit. Like you just need some relax. Story, story your shit. That's all you need. <laughs> Basically, and that's not on the cloud. Like. That's it. I don't really get. I mean, I do get the whole cloud thing, but I don't know. At least, what other thing now? Like, we damn near came to a point in technology where putting something on like a physical disc or whatever is still like, what's the word I'm looking for? Obsolete. 
obsolete exactly i was trying obscene kept popping in my head and i knew that would be yeah it's like obsolete like even flash drives i found an old flash drive and it ain't even work no more so i'm like even if you put something on a flash drive they can break cd cards don't even come with cd players no more pretty soon laptops not gonna come with like cd or dvd inserts oh they already don't oh see see we already passed it so everything gonna be on the cloud or whatever, but it's like, how many people got access to this cloud? Like, I can't just be on like a day or, I don't know, like some family coming, like, you know, people used to break out photo albums. Now what we gonna do? Pull out your phone and show a couple pictures. People don't care about that. Right, well, I would, I would lose a flash drive. I mean, same. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's part of it, too. Like, you can't really keep up with something that's small like that. Like, if you don't got a file cabinet or a dedicated box or something that you're putting this in, it's most likely just going to end up wherever. Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I say started, and if it get big, it was meant to. It was meant to get big. It's a lot to take on. I'm just talking, but I would do what y'all saying, like record, and they hear me talking about like crazy topics and shit like that. Well, I was to myself. Speaking of crazy topics, this is a weird term, an extremely weird term. So sorry for your followers. I don't know how you get how deep you get on here, <laughs> but I learned some some dark shit about Portuguese today or Portugal. So for one. I'm, I for one, I thought I was pretty good with uh, geology, like knowing where shit at in the world or whatever. But it was confusing me that Port Brazil speak Portuguese, but Portugal is on like the side of Spain somewhere. Yeah. Anyways, Portugal basically was like for a while kind of like top dog like in ancient times and went like down the coast of Africa and a whole bunch of other places and they would pretty much arrive on your shores and be like bring me your daughters we want to fuck them if you don't we killing everybody in this village and even after you bring your daughter they would he was shit they was shit in the king like to a king shit in his mouth and stuff like sausages down his throat or whatever and then later on like kill him and shit like humans used to be brutal as I mean humans still are brutal and I feel like would be just as brutal if the world wasn't the world like if we still lived back in the day and you couldn't go to prison for years or whatever people would be doing some brutal shit but that I learned that today and that just was mind blowing to me like People arriving on your shores from foreign lands and shit. That was like a real thing. Getting out, raping and pillaging and shit. You gotta be ready for that shit at any time. Yeah, like you could be, <laughs> you out here gathering water one day, you see a ship playing drums and shit. A nigga hop off and it, that's the worst day of your fucking life for years on end. And that got me started to think about like, well, <clears throat> I was listening to Joe Rogan podcast. That's how I heard of that. And then it got me thinking about like all type of other stuff, like how the Europeans went to the Congo for like they rubber trees and just 
devastated the land. Like, before niggas could really, like, read and write, before it was, like, the average person could read and write, you really could do anything, and it was pretty much no record of it besides, like, the one nigga there who taking notes. Right. That's, that's true. Y'all taking notes. <laughs> you can get away with anything you wanted to. Yeah, like... <laughs> he didn't even write this shit down. He replaying it in his head. For real, the same thing in Haiti. Like, I didn't know Christopher Columbus. I was out. People connect Christopher Columbus to the Native Americans or whatever. But Christopher Columbus and whoever was under him, they really, like, hit Haiti first or the most, like, devastating trip of this whole thing was Haiti. And they was, like, bashing babies' heads against rocks and shit, telling them to, like, bring them a bunch of gold. And I'm like, is it even gold on the island of Haiti? How you just pull up somewhere and tell a nigga bring you gold? You don't even know the resources we have. Like, nigga, we don't even have that shit. So they ain't treated like America? They was just like, they just came barbaric? Yeah, exactly. Like barbaric. They got off just bring me the gold and everything. And why y'all do that? We killing people. Mm. And with like snatching babies from like out their mother's arms and like throwing them off shit, chopping off limbs, hitting their heads against rocks and shit. Like, and it's from one nigga taking notes. So imagine the, the shit that really went on that he wasn't even there to see. Right. But you know, a lot of that shit is still happening today, like in different forms, though. Like, it's true. Like, white people, motherfuckers are still snatching babies from people just systematically now. Like, you can't take your kids to the hospital and ask what's wrong with your baby without them thinking you or just implying that you're abusing your child and having your child taken like it's stuff like that that still shows up but just in different ways yeah like we had to adjust to the times for sure that's what i was saying like i i think humans are still capable of everything that they did back then we just kind of had to fit into the groove of like what life is right now because if you think about it there's really no nothing you can do to get out like your anger like back in the day you could do pretty much anything you wanted to like lash out and it was pretty much zero consequences nowadays you can't really do that like we constrained in every way like shit you you can't even punch holes in your walls and shit because you're gonna be fined for right do you think in your past life it was a killer um my blood is so mixed that I I'm sure I was somewhere. I, I mean, like all of our blood. I mean, I'm 100 percent positive I could kill somebody. To be honest. Okay. Senseless killing, maybe not. Like I'm watching cocaine. I was watching Cocaine Cowboys right before we started this, and like Griselda Blanco was like. Even though it wasn't always direct killing, she was just getting people out of there. No matter if you was a kid, well, like, I mean senseless killing. I mean, I'm I'm wondering if you want to senselessly kill somebody. No, I'll take it. Because when I think not, about what you're saying, like when you're saying, like you know, and I agree, which is crazy. I really do agree that if we didn't have all these rules in place for say that people would be doing way wilder things, but. <laughs> It sounds like you be on the side of that shit. That's why I'm asking. But you might not be. 
No, I'm not on the, I guess part, part way. It's just like, even think about like, I don't know, like ancient Rome or something, where even though the people that was fighting like gladiators was fighting against lions and shit, the gladiator is slave, but the people in the audience, that's still like ingrained in us to want, that's like why niggas like MMA and UFC and shit, like we don't have, like we came from like hunters and gatherers and shit for real and like warriors and there's nothing besides like the army where you can get that shit off like in your life, like so besides, you don't have enough outlets. yeah, we don't have enough outlets to deal with our like human emotions and shit like that. Like even though seeing a gladiator, two gladiators fight or whatever, might be sick and it's bloody or whatever, people screaming in the audience because that's like ingrained in your in our like DNA to be like semi brutal like that. Yeah. Do you agree, Eli? You making so many great connections. Honestly, like I don't know how much I agree, but I, I just see where he's going. Like, yeah, like it's so believable. <laughs> because okay, take he said, like, that's why people like MMA and stuff like that. It's true. Like, we still love that like competition and like like sports and like people like hitting each other and shit like that, but it's just within the rules of society as it evolved, right. Or and it's like, part of our podcast, y'all. Um, I say shit however it come in my brain and d uh, d clean up my thoughts for me. <laughs> that was, he, artic- I, he articulated better. But yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. And you know what? What I will say about everything that you did say, because, you know, you make great points. I just think that what I have found is we can't have one outlet. So you're right. Like, we got a lot. Like, working at that high school, them kids, that's all it is. They got a lot of misplaced energy, right? So they got to find ways to release it. Like, what you saying? So, but what I'm finding is one outlet can't help them. They need multiple. So you got yeah, multiple things that you're doing and multiple hobbies and multiple, you know, and you always got to have your one dark thing. Like, your dark thing can be something as simple as using sex as an escape. I mean, that might not be as dark as killing niggas in the middle of the night, but it's still dark. Whatever you're using to, like, release your shit. You yeah. need multiple. You need multiple. You definitely need multiple. And our lives are just so boring nowadays. Like, the average day for anybody pretty much is going to work or going to school, coming home and not really doing shit for real. Like back in the day, you was damn near waking up, going to sleep, doing shit all day, exhausted damn near. And nowadays it's just like, we got too much time to think pretty much. Right. And it's not only that, is that we, if we, if all we doing is waking up, going to work, doing structured shit all day, then we're managing our energy, right? So like, we don't even get to choose what what our energy goes and how it is and none of that. So by the time that's over with, we want to release. And like, you only got such short time to release. So you might do that shit brutally because you're trying to get it all all out in like the matter of 10 minutes, you know? Right, like the Purge movies. 
So it's like if you had more free will, if you had more of your day and more of your time and you didn't have to manage energy and you could just free flow, then maybe you wouldn't be as aggressive. Bro, that's why, like, that's where the term, like, going postal come from. Like, uh, people just snapping and shit, because especially the dual work is all your free time taking. That's why it'd be lawyers and doctors and shit who get, like, high as fuck and fucked up every weekend. But that's just they escape because they go so hard during the week and it's so routine. Right. Yeah. Fun fact. You right. That's true. But fun fact, going postal came from postman just randomly killing motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, snapping that word. Oh, I didn't hear that part. I thought it just meant like just snapping in general. I didn't know that it was like actual postman, like <laughs> just snapping and killing people. Because the world, the world is fucking crazy. Y'all remember anthrax? Yeah, you got that shit in the mail. You can't read it. Yeah. <laughs> like you got to be an evil motherfucker to just start putting. Poison and envelopes and sending it to me. Right. What kind of nigga are you? Like that's just pure sick. That ain't like getting off energy or nothing. That's just you just sick at that point. Yeah, some shit is sick. That's I think that makes you a good person. If you can distinguish between sick and you know, human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes well, you a good person. Put uh razor blades and like trick or treat bags and shit. Like, what's wrong with you? Right. <laughs> but yeah, I think I could get a nigga out of here though if I had to. Yeah, when you the way that you put it, I'm like shit, me too. <laughs> if I had to. No, and I mean, I don't know. I ain't never had a bunch of fucking power before though. So it's like if I got a bunch of power and I know I could just get a nigga out of there with zero consequences, I probably would. I ain't even gonna lie. I don't know how I would be. How would you choose the nigga you take out? That's what I'm saying. It would have. I don't know. It would be have if it's like a disrespect thing or something. I don't know. If we put them in terms of back in the day, you know, like how do you decide who deserves it? Disrespect the principle of whatever you're doing. It don't matter. You could step on if in the the times of back in the day, not today. So if if I was a king or something back in the day. And I don't know shit. You stepped on my foot. You shouldn't even be this close to me for real. Whack. Whack him. (laughs) No, probably not that, but like, I don't know. I'm I'm sure it wouldn't have to take much though if you got like ultimate power. Yeah. Y'all seen the um Squid Game shit, the movie or TV show? Man, look. I didn't realize it was nine episodes. In like an hour long, that shit's like watching the whole season of Snowfall. Y'all need to a lot of time on y'all hands. I, I only got the episode five, bro. I watched it before I before all. And sorry, I hate that I'm always this person, but I watched that shit before like all of the hype and shit. And then it would seem like a week or two later, everybody and their mama was on it, and it was memes and shit. I was watching and thinking I was watching some cool shit that people ain't known. This in Korean and shit. I'm like, oh, this shit gonna be. This shit nice. This some shit I like to do. And then later on, I'm like, oh, damn, I ain't as unique as I thought I was. Oh, I thought it came out like Friday and everybody watched it at once. Yeah. No, I watched that shit days beforehand. Not days. I um, I finished it in like, well, I think I finished it in like two days. 
even then though, I ain't think niggas read subtitles like the whole time like that. I ain't think niggas was gonna watch it. I don't. I'm that. I'm that person. I'm that nigga. I do not watch shows like I didn't watch. No. What's that one popular show that everybody was watching? Money Heist. Money Heist. I didn't watch that shit because of that. I'm like, oh no, I can't. The lips don't match. But something about Squid Games made me feel like they lips was kind of matching. It do though. It do. It do. And I think it's because they kind of got familiar um, foreign actors in there. Okay. Like Uh-oh. a couple of them people, I think played in like other stuff that we might have seen, or at least that I've seen. Okay, I don't want to start guessing because I feel like I'm a sign. I'm a sign racist. You seen the apoc apocalypto or something from like fifteen? No, I ain't years? never seen that. Yeah, it's like some some Mayan shit. That's another thing that's in all. Um, you gotta read subtitles throughout the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, but I did like it. I just. I was surprised I liked it because, yeah, I'm one of them people. I do not like to distinguish between words and lips and all of that. I think yeah, it's good. I don't know. Do it seem realistic to y'all? Uh, let me think. I mean, anything. I, I, that's the thing about shows. Like, when I be watching The Handmaid's Tales, I don't know if y'all ever seen that, but I be like, damn, like, if somebody can think of this shit, this shit can really happen. So, like, I feel like if somebody can think of it, it can happen. I think it could happen over there. I don't know why I feel like in America, a lot of that type of stuff wouldn't work. But I think um, over there, it possibly could. Like how I was wondering, well, you didn't finish it. You mind if I give a spoiler? Yeah, I don't care. So it's pretty much like billionaires come together and... um, like somebody is the host or whatever, like they'll create the games or do whatever. And then they all put money in and they bet on it or whatever. And then as you win, the money goes up. So it's like, they feeling like a giant piggy bank. Um, I feel like it could happen, but not to that extreme though. Like, have you ever seen, um, oh, I'm so bad with stuff. It's some game, but they pretty much sitting at a dinner table and they doing the same thing. Like a man bring, he like roll in a cart and they pick a card or whatever. And you got to do like a bunch of crazy shit. But you like, it's pretty much extreme silent library, but the same premise of like those people being in debt and they need a way out. And I don't know how they find these people, but they invite them to a dinner let them know that like you you can win a bunch of money but it was shit like i think one of the games might have been like bobbing for apples or something i don't know mm-hmm. but it'd be like simple stuff but extreme like stick your arm into this and or they'll put like a key in somebody's food or something and they made a mistake and swallowed it and that was like the first course of the meal and now you gotta like cut this nigga's stomach open and shit it's like weird shit like that I want to say it's called Truth or Dare, the movie I'm thinking of. Damn. The, the first example was a lot less extreme than the cutting the nigga stomach over it. Yeah, like, it get it gets, um, it, like, gets worse as you go. At least that movie, not Squid Games. But, um, and they played a bunch of them in that one. 
But um, I think to answer your question, I do think it could happen. I think some of it is like far fetched, but I think it could happen because people be in debt. Like that's a real thing. And I wasn't saying I wasn't asking it to say that I felt it needed realistic at all. I just was asking it to really happen. I think it's cool as hell. I actually enjoy it a lot, but I don't care. I think it could happen. Would you do it? That's no. the real question. Absolutely not. Would you, Kena? Hell no. Like, that's what I was mad about. I just felt like they don't tell you how many people don't make it. Like, they, it's so easy the way they, like, they begin. Like, people get a, disqualified. It's so easy to just get disqualified. Like, they, don't, they don't make it hard enough. Especially some of them team ones. It's like, bro, if I, I can be the the one strong link on this team, and we all just gonna die, right? It's right, like the um, they gonna have a tug of war game, and the whole time they were saying like how it's supposed to be fair and individual, and everybody getting a fair chance or whatever. But with tug of war, you have to rely on your partner, and that's like a big thing of it, like strategy and all that. It's like, I'm not really for myself in this game, so they kind, y'all kind of cheated. Right. But I don't know if you got to the part yet, everybody gonna go home and they gonna allow some people to come back. Like, people is like calling them, asking if they could come back or whatever. And they allow like a second round of games. So... Oh yeah, I'm on five. I saw all that. They want the oh, okay. You said what? Can you I do? wouldn't do it either, though. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even get to the point of getting there because I ain't letting no niggas slap me at no fucking train station. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why the train station was significant. Just slap you in general. <laughs> I mean, if I'm sitting, if I'm like, my man had a rough, like, my man was having a rough time. Slap me in my bedroom. <laughs> I'm just okay. The train station was. <laughs> I was connecting the train station to like him having a hard day and a long day at work and shit. But you right though. I ain't let a nigga slap me in general. No matter if I just pulled up in my car in my drive, I'm not playing that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not at That's all. why when I was when I seen they had a slap fest in um Flint, I'm like, okay, niggas is just let motherfuckers slap them <laughs> for money. Like I could never. How that shit even work? Is it like you gotta win the slap contest for money or both it's people? It's like battle money? rap, but you slapping each other. Oh, so somebody getting no money for getting slapped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. It's like rules. Yeah, like, like if you lose your temper and you try to about the fight and shit like that, I'm sure you lose points for that. It's like it's like a like a game to this shit. You know, I was surprised to even see they did it with like no problem and stuff. I didn't think Flint was like the type of place to do no shit like that. That's another thing, but before that, like y'all just slapping each other. <laughs> right. It'd be hard as hell, too. Hard as hell. Like some people can slap hard as fuck. I'll be I, I ain't letting nobody slap me. Especially when you when you got the opportunity to really like lean back and like put force into that shit, like it's a purposeful slap. Like you're not in the middle of no fight or no shit like that where you don't know what your where your strength gonna take you. 
but you like can plan this slap. Yeah. And right. it's kind of unfair. Like they got a table, a table, <clears throat> at least the video I seen, they had a table between the two um the two people. So it's like if I don't have a long reach and I can't even get across this table and you're not leaning forward or nothing, I'm getting bad slaps. And if you got a long reach and you you can clear this table easily, you slapping the shit out of me every time. <laughs> like we gotta move this table, nigga, or something. You gotta lean forward or something like. Yeah. This shit is unfair. Go on YouTube and one day and just watch slap videos like when they be doing that shit. And bro, motherfuckers really do position themselves like they really <laughs> like it's an art to this shit. I seen the video. He was holding a nigga chin and putting his hand like moving back and forth so he can get a good motion. I'm like, see, that's too much. For one, I ain't letting no nigga hold my chin while he prepared to slap me in my face. <laughs> Not happening. Showing yeah. nigga hold my chin is my barber. <laughs> <laughs> really, shit. And niggas don't even like doing that. <laughs> I don't know what nigga feeling that you that insecure with yourself that you thinking about your barber touching your chin while he cutting your hair lining you up like I don't know I see I don't like when like my barber like stand you know like he's standing and I got like one knee in between his legs and shit it's like alright bro we can move or adjust to something a little bit I just don't think about it. I'm just trying to think about it. You know, like, yeah, for the most like, part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you on that. That should be therapeutic, low key, like getting a haircut sometimes. Especially like you have do like do you close your eyes when you get lined up? <laughs> most of the time, yeah. Yeah. Like now that's we I feel like that's kind of awkward keeping your eyes open the whole time you getting lined up. Like, this nigga bending down, looking at you and shit, it's like, I, you may, I, <laughs> trying not to make eye contact with the nigga and shit. I haven't closed my eyes since I was like six, getting like that. <laughs> I can't say I closed with every God. But. Well, I mean, yo, like, if they're in the back, if they're in the back or something, probably not. But for the most part, if I ain't talking to somebody, I got my eyes closed. <laughs> A nigga somewhere keeps their eyes open. I'm right. sure. And he probably gay. Well, that's a little... Girl, you know what? i never seen a gay nigga in a barbershop before. But gay niggas definitely well, be having their hair so How do you see a gay nigga today? I mean, for the most part, nigga, for the most part, people talk in a barbershop. And if you can't tell off rip, you can tell when they start to talk. At least 80% of the time, I would say. It could be a nigga just come to the barbershop and just don't take that to nobody. I mean, yeah, stuff. but yeah, you wouldn't know then. But I mean, like, I don't know. You're right. Y'all box me in. You can't tell a gay person off, off rip. Yeah. Sometimes you can. I mean, a lot of, right, a lot of times you can. And especially, like I was saying, especially when, he get, when they get to talking. It's like, you can kind of tell. But, though, to my knowledge, I've never seen I've never seen a gay person in a barbershop. 
I definitely get what you're saying. I want you to know we, I, we, I'm sure we both understand what you're saying. However, I feel like the world is so progressive now. Like the shit years ago, you you may have identified as things attached to like a gay person or some or a lesbian person or you know. Yeah. You I go to the barbershop at old people. Like people are, people are starting to really explore their identities, their physical appearances, like everything. And so nothing belongs to nothing, you know? So you sometimes you just don't know. Yeah. Yeah, as world now, for sure. We definitely do. Well, I was thinking to myself, Speaking, we're not speaking of that. Well, I guess kind of, sort of, sort of. Uh, I wanted to talk about R. Kelly and like, not necessarily him, the person, but like, I seen somebody say, uh, how do we look at like niggas for years who was getting at high school girls? Oh, yeah. Yeah, even like talking about progressing over time and how like that look crazy now, but back in the day, that's just what niggas was doing. But I always thought that shit was pretty weird. But I feel like that's situational. It's definitely weird as shit. Like it's weird as fuck. But I still think it's situational. I really think it depends on class too and how much money you had. Because like take Kylie Jenner for example. Like nobody was tripping on Kylie Jenner fucking with Ty, and nobody was tripping on that shit. But she has money and access and class and like, you know. But if Tiger was running around in Flint in the hood fucking with a bitch that was 17, people would be looking at that crazy. You saying you, you can't like reach down with it if you like a if you like the adult? I mean, not I right. No way, but fuck with each other at all. Yeah, it's not I'm right. No kind of way. Sure, but. Down on, depending on circumstance, and, uh, and how much money you have. <laughs> I can agree partially. Um, with a situation like with Kendall and Kylie, I mean, what's the name? What's which one is Kylie and Tiger? I mean. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Was she 17 when they got together? I thought he waited to 18 and like come out officially with it. Because I'll say publicly, he, but they have been dating before that. Yeah, I was about to say he was pretty much like grooming her. And to me, that's still sick, like no matter how much money you got or not. But legally, is it sick though? Like we don't know what California law this shit is like. Morally, I think it's wrong as hell still. Yeah. I'm, and I don't I, think I don't think money gives you like some type of leeway of doing crazy shit. Period. That is my side I don't like I don't I don't, I don't tolerate that shit. I don't think that shit is acceptable at all. I do think people look past it for certain folks though. I do. For sure. Right. But I was gonna say with the time it's the times too though. Like cause I always bring this up. My aunt was married when she was 15 to a nigga who was like 25 and that was like no, the norm across the board back then. Right. But it's like nowadays, though, 
you can't do no shit like you can't even think of no shit like that for real because it's like how do you even get to the point of liking this little girl like if y'all was married when she was 15 you've been liking her for how long since she was 14 when she was like a real ass little girl and with the hood nigga shit it's like i've always thought that was disgusting no matter what like niggas be 20 some or the girl it always be like a person that they be connected to too like her older brother best friend or something like you literally ain't seen this girl grow up for real like niggas be sick dog yeah. i don't know bro i used to look that at niggas, like niggas that was seniors dating freshmen in high school like that y'all niggas, yeah like that shit is all sick to me niggas and then it's like stop trying to sell her bitch Niggas just be wanting to know some niggas, which don't make it right because it's wrong across the board, like I said. But niggas just be wanting to know they had a bitch first. Uh, that and bitches be thinking that shit cute. Like in high school, talking to an older dude and shit, like, oh, he got a car, he got all this. It's like, yeah, bitch, I'm 16. We in 11th grade. Like, yeah, and they, they learn when they get older, they like, Damn, looking back on that, that shit wasn't right <laughs> at all. And the parents don't say nothing. They mamas and shit be damn near cool parents with be it. Knowing. Yeah, they do show. Yeah, me. that shit is like a underlying uh, a thing that nobody brings up for real. It's like ten when years I was ago. Sixteen, I think when I was sixteen, just to be transparent. <laughs> I think when I was sixteen, I fucked with a nigga that was like nineteen, and my mom did know about it, but. She also knew we wasn't really, I mean, not to make it better, but she also knew we wasn't like doing shit. And he wasn't like my boyfriend, like we wasn't serious. We would just hang out sometimes. But I don't know. I feel like if I'm out of high school and I'm coming to high school picking this girl up, like that's lame as hell. Or like she like I gotta wake up and go to school today. Like she in class and shit. Like this bitch got B lunch and shit. Like, bro, go. <laughs> Nah, I be like, nah, I'm in a, it's a young boy that work at my um, high school, and he and he a junior, and he was talking about his new girlfriend to me and shit, and saying she got a car. That's all he kept saying was cheese and walking around like she got a car, she got a car. I'm like, <laughs> Why is that so important to you? And I found out later that this bitch is out of high school, grown. Like she like nineteen, but still like this nigga in eleventh grade. Like, <laughs> like what are you doing? I and I just automatically came concerned about him because I'm like, man, he probably fucking this girl. He ain't about to be focused on school. He got a little nineteen year old bitch. He feeling himself. Oh. But I also was thinking like, you know, which is funny we having this conversation. I also was thinking like. For a dude, that would kind of be normal, which it, it shouldn't be, but it is. But for it just surprised me that she was a girl and she was 19 dating a nigga in high school. Yeah, she got problems. Some of y'all niggas be having game, though, too, though. Yeah, game or not, though, like, I feel like when it go like that, the older women reaching down and shit, because it's like, I don't know. I don't know nothing. Yeah, it ain't nothing that young nigga got that I would consider game. I'm saying back in the old days, I know that used to be then. He just talk his way into it. That nigga is in the eleventh grade. I don't. He, that nigga can't say shit to me. I like say, her knowing, her knowing he in the eleventh grade will make it 
is would make it like most girls wouldn't wouldn't do yeah. it. Like if she if he was lying about his age, saying he was like nineteen two and shit, like the girls fall for that all the time. And then maybe found out he was in high school and just decided to keep fucking with him. But if she knew he was in high school right off bat, she lame as hell too. Like, what you want me to do? Got a problem with you? <laughs> right. Right. Like what the fuck? But I guess it's Damn. wrong. It's wrong. What about niggas who be uh just thinking different scenarios? Like a nigga who was dating like uh see that's why I never did shit like that either though. But dating somebody like two years younger and then he graduated. They still got two years left in high school though, and now you like twenty and she is here. I think it get yeah, different phases of life, but I think when they in high school and you was like, oh, she in 10th grade and he in 12th, it don't sound too bad, but then it gets awkward when y'all in different realms of life. Right. Like, D-Lo, was you, remember, you probably don't remember, but this was like back at uh, what was it, 708, the old Kappa house, and that girl was like, um, yeah, he's 21. He can get he can buy a bottle and everything. Talking about like some nigga he she was talking to in Detroit. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, we old then and she was a freshman just coming in, like fresh out of high school. And I just bust out laughing, like, damn, this bitch really young. Like, that's what mattered to her that he 21 and he can buy her a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Like young like, and just like naive. The like the car. Like- <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's what made me think about it. I think that had to do with morality, too, because even when I was 18, if I, if I decided I wanted to talk to a nigga, it wasn't because I was getting nothing from him. So it would never turn me on that a nigga could do something for me, if that makes sense. So I guess it all just depends on morality, too, because, I mean, I was 18. I couldn't legally get bottles, but I wasn't concerned about fucking with a nigga who could get me one. I knew I was going to get a bottle. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think for her it was even like the the bottle thing was like the main point. I think she was just excited that a nigga who was over 21 was giving her attention as like a young 18-year-old fresh out of high school and shit. Yeah. And he could buy her a bottle. That's really what it is. Like just the attention. It'd be girl, it'd be a mindset thing too. Like uh it'd be yeah. girls that just be like, I'm 17, but these niggas my age, they just they just ain't mature enough. They childish or something. Like, yeah, that'd be the main. That'd be a main thing. Yeah. yeah, they do. Girls be maturing way faster. Yeah, they do. No offense. None take. There are. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think men ever grow up. We just get responsibilities. Yeah, but it's actually an honorable trait, low-key, because I think women do have a tendency to take shit way too serious. And that 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 ruins life sometimes, bro. Yeah. For sure. Fair. So, I mean, y'all gotta say how y'all are, but I, I think it's a difference between having childlike tendencies than, to, than being completely irresponsible. Like, there are some... Yeah. Niggas, I think what bitches really don't like is irresponsible niggas. And that's it. Right. With the R. Kelly shit, though, are these girls 
before the, I mean, his scandal with like the sex tape and stuff, wasn't all the girl that he had locked up like of age? I don't know. I'm pretty sure some of them was under over. Okay, so even with like R. Kelly and like Epstein, do anybody ever think like where do these underage girls, kids be? I mean, parents be. They be agreeing to it. That's why people be saying he must have stopped paying their family. Shit like that. They some I'm not gonna say all parents agree to that's very irresponsible to say. Like, you know, some a lot of people are being abused and misused. But yeah. there are some parents who are abusing and misusing their children by allowing this type of stuff to happen as well. Like some parents are agreeing to the terms. Right. And like with Epstein, I'm like, are these girls foreign or something? Like, I couldn't imagine my daughter being on a fucking island somewhere for days and I don't know where she at. Or is she lying? Like, don't nobody know the truth? Like, she ain't got no sister, no cousin that she like, oh, really? I'm about to go to this island. I'm just lying and telling my friends I'm like spending the night at Raquel house or something. Like, there don't be no check-ins or nothing. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think he was trying to like cut off contact with their families to make it harder for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but a lot of people ask the question, no offense to her family, and I don't know them anyway, but a lot of people always ask that question, like, where was Aaliyah's parents when all this shit was happening? Yeah. Like, when you showing up <laughs> with matching outfits with a grown-ass man, like... Yeah, I heard her parents knew everything, for real. And that's what I'm saying. Like, and the people around them knew, but it's like, shit, if these people cutting your checks, you ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> Paying everybody that's bills. Not right, though. Right. It's not right at all. Yeah, all the niggas sick. For real. It's not right. And I be wondering, like, what is it? Like, is it some type? I mean, I get trauma and everything. Is this some type of chemical imbalance for like people to be attracted to like kids? I mean, I get underage. I mean, I don't get it, but I will understand that like underage, quote unquote, but she's 16 and 17 and got like a grown up ass body. It's like your brain don't distinguish age from like what you looking at. But when it be like kids and shit, I be thinking like, it got to be something going on there, right? Because if you look at them, they all kind of look the same. Like you can look, you can look at a pedophile for the most part and be like, they're a fucking pedophile. Right. It's definitely some kind of chemical imbalance type scientific thing. That's not regular. That's something like mentally wrong with people. Right. Yeah. I guess to, I mean, I'm going far back, but when Keena asks, like, do I want to, like kill people or whatever it's not that at all i'm literally fascinated by the human brain like if i could if you could make a bunch of money in like sociology and psychology i mean i'm sure you can like through therapy and shit but i'm literally just fascinated with the human brain and like how we interact with people how like i don't know all like emotions like your environment everything plays a part into like the person you are so it's like, I be just wanting to know, like, how do people get to these crazy ass points? Like, 
what led up to it? You didn't wake up one day and be like, oh, I'm about to just kill 15 people or nothing. It's like, what steps led up to you making that decision is what I'd be fascinated about. Right. Yeah. It had to be a, a series of shit that just got you here. You didn't just flip a switch. Yeah. And it be a lot of shit that lead up to decision making too. Like all it is is decision making. It be a lot of shit that ought to decision making. Like you can literally have not eaten a real meal in three days and that fuck with your decision making. Like you know what I mean? Oh, definitely. It's like shit like that. So like when you have a multitude of things adding together all at once, it's no, it's no telling what kind of decisions you make. You know, hunger. And I mean, I'm. This is. Captain Obvious type shit. But hunger really can change a person's whole like makeup. Yeah. Like three, like three, four days with no food, you'll start to do I would say probably a week or two with no food, you will turn into a completely different person. Like it's a quote. Um, I believe it's from Game of Thrones, maybe, but pretty much it's like if you if you destroy these people like winter grain or whatever, the city going to destroy itself. After a while, people going to start stealing. People going to start killing everything just, just to get food. Like I uh, listened to a Korean lady talk about how she escaped um, North Korea. And she said that she saw a man with his stomachs cut out, like his stomach cut out. He was still alive. And he was, like, dying, obviously. But he was just asking, like, do you have anything to eat? And it's, like, eating is... Like, we take that shit for granted, but I don't know. That shit is, like, important as fuck. Like, if you don't eat, you'll really really turn into a different person. You'll murder a nigga with no food for two months off rip. Like, you see a nigga with a burger and you ain't have food in two months? And he don't want to give you a piece. You a damn near killer, that you can't even last that long, mm. right? It's 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 people with pain too, like any kind of pain, but physical pain too. Like if you walking around and you having the worst mind grades of your life, and you still having to move maneuver through life, like your decision making may be altered. Your the way you treat people may be altered. Like if you have any physical pain in your body, that might affect how you interact with anybody every day if you have any mental pain of course that you know that interferes with any decision making you have so shit I can imagine not eating for a week like I get mad when I get hungry for like my meal I always go back to the same episode of Atlanta but it's just such a great episode it was actually two episodes but it was the one where they was like Flashing back the whole episode to them in like middle school or high school or something. Yeah. One part of it, it was the little girl who was like kept coming in late and she was like not messing with class, kept putting her head down. She didn't want to learn. The teacher cussing was like, people oh, out. huh? I said, right, cussing people out. Yeah, cussing people out. But then one, one episode, one morning, her mama like came in there and she had some food when she walked in. And then she was just the sweetest little girl answering questions. It just changed her whole outlook. You know what I'm saying? Like in right. that decision making she was making to act out just because she had no square meal. Right. And then to take me back to my job because them kids, exactly. 
they got social emotional issues and a lot of that shit start at home bro they probably don't got nothing to eat man they probably don't got nothing to eat they probably don't have a a comfortable bed to sleep on like it's a lot of shit that alter your like your reality and you carry it with you and you carry it with you and it it affects how you of course it affects how you treat people because you're not healthy healthy is such a wide term like people think healthy mean you eat plants and you work out and shit no like healthy means like you getting good sleep you eating good meals you live in a good you live in a healthy household you live in a with good energy and shit like that like you have people in your life who love you and support you and like help you on this journey like health is so wide mm-hmm. That's true. Right? That episode changed my whole outlook on um, Atlanta, actually. I mean, I like the show, but that episode made me really see, like, oh, damn, this shit way more deeper than, like, how I'm watching. Mm-hmm. And it caught me off guard because usually I catch up. Or I, like, catch subtle cues like that, or I'm, like, looking into a show for real, like, really paying attention. And that one really like was like, oh damn! I and I think that. it was something simple as like a donut or something. Like she just something simple. She had breakfast that day. It's it's pretty much what it was. She had breakfast, and her whole day was different. Her whole everything was different. Right. Yeah, I like that show. I like that style of shows too, like Atlanta's Insecure, Dave. Yeah. I like that style of the show too. Like, I haven't yeah. watched Dave yet. I don't want to ask y'all. I don't know if I will either. What's that, Keenan? Wait, what, what was you asking, Sam? I was saying I don't know. I I haven't seen Dave yet, and I was saying I don't know if I'll watch it. I think you should. I think it's your. T- I think it's up your alley. I don't know how I feel about that white dude. I mean, go in <laughs> it with no, you know, no attachments. He he'll tell you he he'll talk about how you feel about him. <laughs> mm. I didn't feel no way about him before I watched it. I, I don't know, like I never knew nothing about him until I watched the show. So I'm different, but I want to ask y'all something, and I do want us to wrap it up because I know Sav said, you know, Sav is a different man now. And <laughs> <laughs> Plus, it's getting late. Like it's getting my it's becoming my bedtime, but. Yeah. Um, you know, we started the episode with me talking about my friend and how she just hasn't felt, like, you know, it's hard not feeling like yourself. And like for like five or six days, she wasn't feeling herself. But when was the last time y'all didn't feel like y'allself? Shit, no. Why? Um, Because I'm not myself. Like, this is... I live a whole new life. Shit, every day is something new for me. Yeah, I think like circumstances, everything mentally, not getting enough sleep. How you were saying, like every day, I feel like I'm becoming a new person, or like shit, trying to cut down on. I mean, I have cut down drastically from smoking or whatever, but it was like. For like four or five years straight, I only knew myself high. So trying to become sober and like dealing with thoughts and everything is like, 
I feel like a stranger in my brain most days, to be honest. That's real. Because we go, we do go through changes. And, like, you really see, that's what people misconstrue. Like, when you don't feel yourself, it don't mean, like, you're not yourself, you know? Like, sometimes you really just getting to know the new you. Right. What about you, D-Lot? I was thinking about it. Honestly, I would say when I first moved back here and I was trying to like, oh, I guess I could give your audience some more context. Like I had moved back uh, to the crib to my parents' spot because we was like working from home for so long. Like, let me go ahead and save on rent or whatever. But when I got here and I was trying to be here and adjust to that, also work from home, I was just not feeling work. And I was just not feeling it really. And I was waking up like I was never a person who wake up like, fuck, here come Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, here come work again. I'll be straight. Like I don't even stay at jobs where I'll be feeling like dreading the work. But I was starting to feel like that when I was first getting adjusted and it made me get a new job. And I'm glad I did for sure. But like I just know. I had to shake that feeling of waking up like, damn, I don't want to do this today. Right. What about you? The last time I didn't feel like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I'm real, like, I don't know if optimistic is the word, but, like, I feel like I always have a good grasp of, like, reality in life. Like, so, like, on days where I feel like I don't feel like myself, but I I know that I, it's really because I'm transitioning. I don't really count that because I am myself. I'm just transitioning. But like there is days throughout my week or month that just wasn't my best days. Like work could definitely have you feeling like that. And so I, you know, I'm sure like last week I came home like, man, fuck this. Like, you know, <laughs> Yeah. And that's the day I didn't feel like myself. Just something as simple as that. Like Yeah. And I think all three of us, I don't probably said it before on podcast with us, but I think all three of us is like self-reflective as hell. So we always just be like looking at shit like damn, well today I felt like that because of this, this, and that. And maybe well then maybe I shouldn't be feeling like that. Or I did feel like that because we always just self-reflected on how he is in the present or how he was before. So it could be the same thing, Kenya. Right. And that's true, bro. And that shit exhausting low-key. I kind of, that, like, kind of make me be irritated by myself sometimes. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm constantly reflecting. But um, I was going to say, like, the example was this week. Wait, or last Wait, 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 because it's going to hang up. So when you get your oh. example, we're going to have to do it on another thing, okay? <laughs> oh, we good. We can end on D-Locks. Or we got to start a new one to, end it, to close it anyway, don't we? Yeah, so let me end it. I'm going to bring it back. Then you tell your story, then end it. All right.